It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi everybody, this is the Cricket Badger podcast. Each badger marks the track with its own scent. His black legs are short but very powerful for digging. The name Badger probably comes from the French word Bécher, meaning digger. Hi everybody, welcome to another edition of the Cricket Badger podcast. It's quite a small version of it this week, you'll find out why in a second. And it's got a very special guest, I was excited about this podcast. This podcast has never really earned me a huge amount of money, it's a labour of love because I love cricket. I love speaking to guys that are in the game, I love trying to spread the word about cricket, hopefully my enthusiasm for the sport comes across and it encourages people to like cricket even more. I know most of you follow me on Twitter as well, at cricket underscore badger if you don't. And it's all about just basically embracing the game, loving the game and trying to get that across in a podcast. And all of the guests that come on this podcast in the couple of years or however long it's been that I've, I've been running this podcast, there's only been one person that has ever asked for any money to come on as a guest because they know that you know it's a labour of love from my side of stuff. They're happy to spare their time. That's what cricket people are like. And that's a very good thing. I'm not going to tell you the one person that did ask for a fee. But he hasn't been on the podcast. You can narrow it down a little bit. Only a little bit. But it's all about cricket. And I've always been honest with my opinions on here. It's my podcast, so I can pretty much say what I like on here. I'm not being employed by anybody. I'm not having to rein myself in, in terms of expressing my views on here. There has never been anybody that I've interviewed on this podcast until now who has been anything other than very generous with their time, very interested in what it's all about, and has spoken, you know, given their time up for nothing, really. I mean, just in recent weeks, David Bumble Lloyd, absolute superstar, really good interview, Graham Fowler, you know, people like that, it's a pleasure to speak to them. They're people I admire. They're people that have given up their time. And hopefully you at the other end of the podcast enjoy listening to what they've got to say because they're usually pretty good interviewees as well. You know, there's not many people I finish interviewing and think, well, that was rubbish. So hopefully that comes across to you as well and you think the same thing. But I was offered the chance to go down and meet an absolute megastar in London this week. And I was quite excited. I couldn't go, but I asked if it was possible to get um, 20 minutes of his time 
over the telephone so that I could do the Cricket Badger 20 questions. I'd have had to rattle through them. I also spent quite a long time changing them around a little bit to make them a little bit more serious and a little less flippant at times because of the gravitas of the man involved. And I was asked by the Barbados Tourism Authority and Nothing that I say in this podcast, by the way, is any knock on them because they've never been anything short of massively supportive of my trips to Barbados and of the podcast. So they do a fantastic job. It's a very easy job because their marketing in Ireland is marvellous and it's wonderful and it's paradise. So I think even I could market it. If you have a bucket list, then stick going to Barbados quite high up it because it is a wonderful place to go to. But the person I was asked to go down to London to see that I ended up arranging to speak to today on the telephone was somebody that I, I held in huge esteem. I mean, if, why wouldn't you? Gary Sobers, Sir Garfield Sobers. If you think of the all-time greats of cricket, Sir Garfield Sobers is in the top two. He's arguably the first. Yeah, Don Bradman made his name, average of 99.94, by being absolutely ridiculously good with the bat. But Garfield Sobers could do everything. He could bat, world record score, 365. Six sixes at Swansea off Malcolm Nash. He could bowl various different deliveries. He could bowl pace, he could bowl spin. He could field like a dream. He was basically your complete cricketer. And he is somebody that I had on Top Trump's cards when I was a kid and have been a huge admirer of ever since. I have been fortunate enough to meet him twice, very, very briefly. Just a handshake. How are you? Very nice to see you kind of stuff and then walk away. He won't remember that. And he obviously didn't. And he meets far more important people than I'd never consider myself to be important. But I was excited about interviewing Sir Garfield Sobers. I really was, because he is A-list, A-plus list, A-star list. And I was a little bit nervous. I don't get starstruck very often talking to cricketers these days. I talk to a lot, and they're all really nice people. And once you get into the swing of a conversation with them, they're great. And the advantage of working in cricket, as opposed to some of the other sports I won't mention, is that most cricketers have a bit of a brain as well. So interviewing them, even if you ask them a really bad question, they know how to answer it because they're trying to help you. And that's the kind of spirit of cricket, I guess, that's in, in, involved in all of this. But I was asked to interview Sir Garfield Sobers. He's over in England. The request came out. Barbados legend over in England watching 10 teams in the World Cup. Would you like to interview him? I thought, well, obviously the answer is yes. He's a, mar- he's, he's, he's a star. He's a superstar. I sent one back saying it'd be great to get him for 20 minutes on the phone if possible. Barbados Tourism Authority, brilliant. Sorted it out. Get him on the phone. Start asking him questions about his career. I don't want to answer questions about my career. I don't want to talk about myself. Right, if, okay, fair enough. You'll hear the answer's about two or three and then it stops. I've cut out all the bits where he was moaning, to be honest. I was then told... Ask him about the World Cup. So I asked him about the World Cup. And as you'll hear, he says, well, I haven't really watched much of it. I asked him about the West Indies team. And he gives me quite short answers. And pretty much what was about a 13-minute conversation in the end, as opposed to 20, turned into about six minutes usable on this podcast. Decent answers. Entertaining for you for six minutes, I hope. But far from what I was hoping for. And I always think when people talk about greatness, and I start off by asking them about greatness, I always think greatness is a little bit about how many runs you score. Obviously, that helps. If you're a great bowler too, that helps. Tick, tick, the Garfield Sobers. But it also, it's about being a human being and being good to other people. I've always found the people I like most are the ones that are amazingly brilliant at what they do, but act very normally and humbly. The ego doesn't kind of drive them. 
They're just a very normal human being who does exceptional things. I was really disappointed, I have to say, with Cigarfield Sobers. They say that you should never meet your heroes. Obviously, didn't meet him face to face, but I was on the telephone with him and I didn't think he treated me particularly well. I came away with him far less of a hero and I came away thinking that was incredibly disappointing. Here's my interview then with Cigarfield Sobers. I've given it that build up. Here's my interview with Cigarfield Sobers. As I say, this is my podcast. I can say whatever I like on this one. I don't wish the man any ill whatsoever. He is a genuine legend of the game. Just quite disappointed with the way he treated me over the phone because I'm actually quite a nice guy. And if you ever want to come on the podcast Cigarfield Sobers and do the 20 questions that I've got on my computer, which I will store and do it properly, then I would love to talk to you again and to have my misgivings about today kind of quashed because as a fan, I was quite disappointed. But all of that to one side, my thoughts to one side. Here is an interview with Cigarfield Sobers. It's that Badger style. It's a great pleasure on the Cricket Badger podcast to welcome Cigarfield Sobers. How are you, Cigarfield? Oh, I'm fine. And how are you Very enjoying well. England? Is it too wet for you? No, I, I like England. I've, I've been coming to England for many, many years. You are undoubtedly one of the greatest players that's ever played cricket. If I take away your modesty, where would you rank yourself in terms of the greatest players that ever lived? Well, I, I don't know about this great player. I, you know, I played the game because I enjoy it. I was fit um, for my country and other things, and I enjoy playing cricket. But, you know, what I achieve, I achieve. But most of my achievement was always for my team that I play for. Yeah. I always enjoy playing for a team or whoever I'm playing far was more important than me. If you'd not been a cricketer, what would you have done? I mean, growing up on Barbados, which is an amazing island, there's cricket everywhere, so it's probably hard to avoid cricket. But if you'd not been a cricketer, what would you have done with your life? Well, I don't know. Very difficult question, because I started cricket when I was 16 years of age, so I don't know what I would have done with my life. I achieved my cricket by playing for the West Indies and that kind of thing. I bowling well, and my achievements, because I bowled well and did I don't know what I would have done. I just played the game like all the youngsters. And I, unfortunately, I probably was picked out of a group. I probably did well enough to be picked out and to play it. In 1964, Sir Gary, there's a, I covered cricket in Yorkshire. And we had the first overseas player was in 1992, which was Sachin Tendulkar. Craig McDermott had signed and then he was injured. But a few years before that, in 1964, you played for Yorkshire in a, on a North American tour, didn't you? What, could you remember that for me? Yes, um, a bit, no, I can't remember. It was a long, long time, <laughs> very long time. I was looking at the yeah. squad that Yorkshire, Yorkshire had a squad out there, which included John Hampshire, Fred Truman, Jeff Boycott. There were some uh, very good players in that Yorkshire side. Yes, that was in that was in, in Bermuda. Yeah, yes, yep. I remember playing for them there. I was there and uh, they asked me to play, and I was delighted to play for Yorkshire. Probably the first non-Yorkshireman to play for Yorkshire. <laughs> So, Gary, the, the West Indies side, one of my picks to go on and probably at least make the semi-finals in this tournament, you must be quite pleased with how they've started in the World Cup. Yes, I, I would think that they would be one of the teams that everybody would reckon that would be um, in the semi-finals, if not the finals, because they've been playing so well for such a long time. Um, they, had a, they had a weak patch, but they seem to have overcome that now and they're back to their strengths again. Don't mind the match that they just lost against Australia, but they're playing well enough to be up in there at the end. I think I think what's yeah. exciting quite a lot of people in England is the fact that they're bowling fast, they're bowling some short deliveries, and it's a, a bit of a reminder of some of the great sides of old as well to see the West Indies roaring in and playing attacking cricket. Well, the short pitch balls have always been bowled, um, and this is not 
a particular place that it hasn't been done in the last 20 years and all of a sudden it has sprung up again because um, for all the matches that they've played between the last, what, in the last 10 or 15 years, they've always been bowling short pitch deliveries. That is a, a, that's been an identity of West Indies cricket and on cricket in general. Most of the teams that have bowlers that can bowl short pitch, that is what they've been using because they find that it's better to use that because the opposition players are not very strong against it. And they use what they think is their best tactics. And J- Jason Holder is a captain, somebody I rate quite highly. He seems to have got that West Indies side playing very good cricket, but they, they're all listening to him, aren't they? He seems to have got West Indies on a good course now in terms of their cricket future. Yeah, well, I suppose so. I mean, um, after um, watching him in, in the West Indies against England and um, the way he's, got, he's continued to go on, he seems to have um, a good notion about the team and, and a good relationship. And they seem to get on very well and they seem to respect him as their captain. And that's very important. Andre Russell is a man that I watched in the IPL and he seems to have raised the bar in terms of hitting the ball hard, and he hits it a long way, doesn't he? I mean, you were known for being an attacking player, but even you must be excited to see him hit the ball so so far, so hard, and hit so many sixes and boundaries. Well, he's a big boy. He's very tall. Um, he has, has always been a player who uh, plays shots, uh, times the ball very well, and it's beautiful to see. And Chris Gale, he's obviously playing his final tournament, international tournament for the West Indies. Well, I, he's given a lot, I a don't lot know, to the game. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's final, but he's always been a, um, a very good strength to West Indies cricket at the present moment. And he's always been a player who has played the way he's playing. And yeah. he, 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 he is, you know, he's gained very well. He's been a great help to West Indies cricket, and I'm sure that he will continue. I might not have a long time to go, but um, he will do his best whenever he can. Some good youngsters coming through as well with Shy Hope and Nicholas Poran and stuff. Who would you class as being one of your favourite young players in the West Indies side? Well, I haven't really get to that there yet. Um, I watch them play. There are lots of good players coming in. I don't really sit and pick out who is the best player or who is the worst. Um, they all look pretty good. And um, I am sure that it's very satisfying to West Indies cricket. I'm sure that times to come they will prove how good they are and they will see West Indies in good stead one final question Sir Gary you come from Barbados which I've been to a few times it's a, it's a wonderful island you, you drive around Barbados and there's cricket everywhere the island the uh, roundabouts are called after famous ex-players and stuff if, the, if West Indies won this World Cup what would it mean to the people back home who, who are excited about cricket and want to see their team do well it would, it would be a fantastic achievement wouldn't it it would be, but, you know, they're accustomed to that because the West Indies, I think, have won two of them already. Um, so it would just top it off nicely, and they'll be very, very pleased and very happy because they're all anticipating that the West Indies will win, and, uh, and they're hoping that they'll win. So if they win, it would just fulfill their hopes and their thoughts. Yeah. And you're, you're picking up a few games while you're over here, are you? Which one are you seeing? Which games are you seeing? Well, I, I, have a, I, I just watched the one at Knotts the other day, West Indies, West Indies versus um, Australia at Knotts. I just watched that one. I mean, we just got pipped. We thought we were going to win easily, but um, then um, they came on and they won the game. But I haven't been watching a lot because I'm not here just to watch the World Cup. I'm here on my usual visit to England. And that yeah. is to promote the Sagari Sobers Cricket Tournament in the Caribbean, in Barbados. Okay. 
Would you want to tell us a bit about that then and promote it on here? What, what, what not, re- not, not really. I, I haven't got the time. I've been here now for nearly two hours already. Is it, is it nice to come back to England every year and, and catch up with a few friends at Trent Bridge and a few other places? Yes, it is. Discover one of the most beautiful lifestyle resorts in the Caribbean at the Accra Beach Hotel and Spa. Located on the south coast of Barbados, this beachfront property offers 224 rooms, sparkling pools, four restaurants, three bars, an on-site spa, event and conferencing facilities, and a welcoming team providing unparalleled relaxation to make your stay a memorable one. What are you waiting for? Book your reservation at this award-winning hotel today and experience the Caribbean dream. Thank you very much indeed, then, to Sir Garfield Sobers for sparing me a bit of time down in London. And I wish him all the best. Hope he enjoys the rest of his trip to England. I was also invited, just kind of any other business, I was invited to go on to a Pakistan-based cricket show the other day, a podcast. And I'm not the sort of person that, uh, I know there are some around, but kind of dismiss other people's podcasts because they want theirs to look really good. And obviously, I'd, I'd love people to listen to the Cricket Badger podcast. I'd love people to enjoy it, and I'd love people to think it's really good. But I am not the sort of person that then thinks, well, I'm not going to promote anybody else's podcast, because what's the point in that? I'm try- The whole point of doing this is to try and make cricket more accessible and make people want to admit their love of cricket and to keep that love of cricket. So it, more cricket podcasts that are out there that are doing well, that are getting lots of listens and are spreading the word i think is fantastic so more than happy to appear on other people's cricket podcasts to try and help them out and to give them a tweet and to do all the rest of it to try and make them successful as well so i was pleasure to go on to their podcast the other day great bunch of lads and they are running a podcast which is called and excuse me because i'm doing this live and i'm just scrolling down my notifications on twitter that's cricket underscore badger if you would like to tweet to me on any particular subject around well ideally around cricket if you want to get anything off your chest then please do but i'm scrolling down i can't find it so this is uh, what it's like to be done to do it live and not to plan plan the interviews quite well but i don't necessarily always plan diving through my notifications on twitter very well their twitter feed is at sata s-a-t-a free f-r-e-e pakist p-a-k-i-s-t one so it's at sata free pakist one is their twitter feed their podcast is called Sata Free Pakistan Cricket. You can find it on Spotify. That's where I found it. They're only just kind of really getting going. Their Twitter feed hasn't got that many followers. So give them a follow. Encourage them. And I was on it and we talked about the weather and all things World Cup. And then I listened to it the other day and they speak on for about 15 minutes after I left them. And they were very complimentary of me, which is why I'm going to be complimentary about them. And it's a really interesting chat, actually, about uh, the state of Pakistan cricket. And they're very frank thoughts on that and it's worth a listen and it's worth giving them support because i'd like to see all of the cricket podcasts in the world do very very well indeed and thanks for them to having me and i'm sure i'll be back on their show at some stage in the future so uh, wish them all the best so give them a follow that's one bit of housework and uh, yeah follow the badger at cricket underscore badger if you've got any comments about this show or obviously we've got world cup shows at the moment with myself, Akash and Ollie as well, where we uh, once a week we delve into the World Cup and make our predictions for the future matches, but talk about any of the issues that have come in the last week of the World Cup. 
I think we've had yeah, three shows now and uh, there will be seven in total because we'll do a review show as well for the World Cup podcast. So it's been great fun doing that with, with the two guys and uh, hopefully you've enjoyed that and you've been picking up on that as well. So push you in that direction and encourage you to listen to that as well. Got some great guests planned for the Cricket Badger podcast, which hopefully will go a little bit better than the guests for this week. Plenty of guests, plenty of talking points, plenty of discussions as we go through this English summer. So keep it the Cricket Badger podcast. Listen to others as well, as I've said, and uh, enjoy your cricket badges. Until next week, enjoy your cricket and I'll see you next time. The Cricket Badger podcast is brought to you in association with Cricket365.com. Their ethos, we love cricket and want to make the world love it as much as we do. Join them at Cricket365.com. Thank you very much to them for their support of the Cricket Badger podcast. Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.